0: It's the Slightly Crap Film Podcast with me, Howell Roberts,
1: and him, Ed Southall. Ned, we're here, aren't we? I'm here. You're here. Uh, There's someone behind here.
0: you. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> <Is> there often <laughs> is. follow me about. I wish
1: they'd pack it in. We're back. How's it going, mate? Right? Yeah, it's good. It's been a little while, actually, the Considering our newish routine of almost one a week. Yeah, um, I reckon it's been about two and a half. This time round,
0: I, th- I think it has been, and I, th- I have a feeling it could be my fault because I had to take my oh, Tommy no, no, to no let, Let's shops. be clear.
1: It's no, don't beat yourself up. It's okay. absolutely your fault. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I walked into that one. Um, I Had to take our Tommy shopping because um, it, it was my mum's eightieth, and he had to, He wanted to buy her a watch, All so, right, so don't we had to it on go to too town. Thick, will you? No, I'm just telling you the truth,
1: mate. <laughs>
0: 80, 80 years young yeah. actually when we got when we turned up though at the at the care home where she is which is brilliant Buckingham House not Buckingham Palace Buckingham House in Penniston yeah. um, when we went there um, she was telling everyone that it was a 70th <laughs> nice <laughs> no, they all thought they all thought they'd got the wrong balloons. I love it.
1: <laughs> she was, didn't you play she was a few songs it. when you were there as well? Also?
0: Yeah, we got the band Vest and Pants. Yeah, we're, we, we did our first socially distanced gig. Did a bit of faithless. We did. Um, we had to look at. We, we had to look at our uh, set list, so we had to knock out uh, knocking on Evans' door. Uh, <laughs> we, we didn't do that one. Uh, I we didn't Corona. Do. Yeah, we didn't do my Corona. We didn't do uh, Killing Me Softly. We didn't do any of them. We did um, some upbeats, Daydream Believers, and all brown-eyed girls and stuff like that. So, Excellent. yeah, we we had a gig. We had a gig. It was a it was a strange comeback. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you
0: know, at the old people's. House. The first thing, the first thing, one of the um, one of the people in the old people's house said, and this was this old gentleman. He saw us walking in like into the gardens because it was outside obviously we walked in with like a couple of mic stands and he just heard this thick Barnsley accent going oh bloody hell <laughs> I mean, you know we've gotta get used to criticism, haven't you, but indeed <laughs> he was just he was just totally cheesed off that there was gonna be a tea party with live music. He just was not happy as well hey I'm well, talking
1: about critic- taking on criticism i um yeah. picked up my five year old for his last day of half day of school today oh yeah, um, and we were rumming and iron about what to get the 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 teacher. Oh, uh, yeah, he's got two teachers, and we decided upon flowers, so I bought two bunches of flowers, and I marched oh. up to the school to collect him, and I felt like a bit of a dick because all the other parents were like just there, and I was there with two massive bunches of <laughs> flowers, and they were like, "You're trying to make us look bad, aren't you?"
0: No, uh, I th- I think you did the right <laughs> thing, and I, I think screw them because I think it's great that you got your teachers
1: some well, flowers as long so, as you're not so, following them home. Well, yeah, so so so. The little one runs over and I give him the flowers and say, "Go and give those to your teachers," because I'm not allowed near him because of social distancing, not because of any kind of, you know, <laughs> legal yeah. reason. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and um, he goes and gives them the flowers and they're really grateful. And then we're walking down the uh, the school drive, and he's he's only five, my lad, and he turns to me and he goes, "Is that all you got, flowers?" <laughs> 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 Chaffing. Oh, what do you mean? And he went. I think that I'd preferred sweets. I'd prefer sweets.
0: Well, he's just <laughs> thinking of himself. The little I thought, rapscallion. I
1: was like, you can go back to school and stay there. <laughs>
0: You've got a summary of that now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so signed, teacher's signed, having an holiday. I signed him up to boot camp now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're all joining the army, all the kids. So They're he's back, young back young with army. me now. The, the middle yeah. child's back with me as of last week And the eldest child yeah. never left So Aww. I'm really glad that after three, four months Of, of having them all home most days Up until mm. recently I've now got them home for seven weeks With we've no got, work um, coming it, from school or anything It's going to be great
0: No, we've got, we've got a trampoline <laughs> in garden If you want to drop them off We can sort of seal them in it's, it's, They'll just have to stay in there all day Bouncing but we could secure it.
1: Put
0: a chain the in keys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We kids. can chain them in. <laughs> There's an offer. Let's go. <laughs> it's hey, it's the slightly crap film podcast, isn't it? Oh, I've, it is. I, have, I forgot to do my. Little have we already intro. said that?
1: No, well, so I'll do. We we say it on the little pre-recorded thing. But yeah, I'll, I'll give a quick a quick rerun of what the point of this thing is. Yeah, because people have probably just gone, "What's going on here?" They're talking about their mums and kids, <laughs> yeah. and I thought it was about films. Um, So the Slightly Quite Crap Films is the feature that we have on the Slightly Crap Film podcast. Not confusing at all. And this is a, a letter of love, really, to films that critics tend to pan a little bit, that get mixed reviews, that have some qualities... That are a bit questionable, but other things that we personally think are magnificent. So, so yeah. even though we're, we're titling them as slightly crap, we think they're brilliant. Um, it's just mm. that they tend to be not that well received, uh, unanimously, as it were. Mm. Um, and today, we're not we're not going to do the feature straight away. We tented it in the sort of the final thirdish. Um, loads of people will just skip ahead now, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but our focus this week is on science fiction, so we'll, we'll come on to that yeah. relatively soonish. ish um, yeah. we tend to just have a bit of a chin mag at the beginning and see how we are, and, yeah. uh, and,
0: and, what we've been and actually, we've, we've been up to all sorts, haven't we, well you're, it's your birthday coming up, isn't it, so I, I drove through your villages uh, just the other day and uh, I could see them putting the bunting up,
1: yeah, we've got, got balloons, all the balloons yeah. up. The balloons are going me. up. Yeah. yeah. A great Ed. big pinata with my face on it. <laughs> 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 We're
0: just gr- grown adults holding sticks ready to hit it. <laughs> <laughs> it's your birthday, though. How old are you next birthday? Uh,
1: 39, next birthday. So, so next You're year is, is the big 40 Um You're a nipper, is, aren't you? You're in it. Why are you hanging some... around
0: with me? Why are you hanging around with me though? Because I don't know. Are you have not just, got any friends got, your own
1: age. I've got a bit of an affiliation for, for old guys. How <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about this. I used to yeah. work abroad for four years, and, yeah. and um, in our little group, uh, the people yeah. that I made, I became closest to and had stayed in yeah. touch with most frequently afterwards were, God, in in their mid to late fifties, and I was about twenty eight or nine at the time. Um and you know what can I say they they, they, they get me you're on emails and it's, yeah they, they send me you're just attracted to older men I'm attracted to older men they tend to find me through chat rooms <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh we've turned a, we've gone up a cul-de-sac with this one haven't we <laughs> we
1: know, tried to like, rehearse this didn't they we they love to share photos with me um, <laughs> yeah and it's we're getting just weird, really close mate. they love to cook for me they yeah. often ask you know lots of I, I, I'll probing you.
0: I'll <laughs> they like probing um, I'll I'll um, I'll cook for you one day mate I'll cook for you from cinnamon lounge uh, up road an Indian <laughs> very nice I'll make sure it's warm when you get here as
1: long as it's better than your cups of tea I don't mind
0: chuffing hell you've remembered that haven't you I made him a brew about 18 months ago listeners and he didn't like it All but I he was too black was un- to
1: say it was unforgettable oh. chuff me
0: <laughs> hey i tell you what I've done I've I've been to Chippy today Yeah. who I've was been... at the Chippy who was at the Chippy uh... only Graham Graham who's got a funny handshake when you shake his hand I didn't shake his hand by the way because we're not <laughs> shaking hands at the moment but Just first well. time I ever shook his hand right um, I thought, what the heck's gone on there? There's something about his hand that isn't right. Have you ever had that? Do you know when you shake someone's hand, you sort of get to know a bit about them? I had a head of department once who, when you shook his hand, he tried to sh- he squeezed it like a power thing, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Squeezed yeah, your hand yeah. back. And then I've shook someone else's hand, and it's been very sort of floppy. and you Like think, dead, oh. like a dead hand. yeah like a dead hand well Graham <laughs> he's, he's got he's got a funny hand he's in my phone as Graham funny handshake because I know, I <laughs> and and, then you know and which Graham. Grahams and how I distinguish I know which one he is but I've seen him it's the first time I've seen him since lockdown action so often yeah. see him around village and um, it's dead funny because uh, a band I were in I still am in the flock of beagles <laughs> great band and um, we we once did a gig for him because he used to organise gigs locally and we all shook his hand and we were all looking at each other like what's going off with his hand and <laughs> it turns out he's only got three fingers that's why he's got a funny handshake <laughs> when you go to shake his hand it's like it's not all there apparently it's um, somewhere down a pit <laughs> as in a coal mine because it was a, an industrial oh, accident yours. I believe yeah So I saw Graham. he looked all right. Um, It it was a queue at Chippy, so that was good, because I didn't want the Chippy to close down, because obviously businesses have been struggling, so Chippy's doing really well. I know that because they've painted the wall inside as well. That's always a sign of uh,
1: success, isn't it? Painted walls. I I
0: said, when I went in, I went, someone's been spending. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a good way of just greeting anyone,
1: isn't it? Someone's
0: doing all right.
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> hey, I had chips for lunch as well. Too. I used the chippy van. Have Did you ever you? used the chippy van? It's bizarre. Is it the same one that goes around here? Is it a big brown one? A big... Well, it's yellow, I think. Oh, no. It I might be brown that. by the time it gets to you. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. starts yellow in the morning. <laughs> yeah, the chip van. Is it good? Van. You follow it yeah. on Facebook and it tells you where it's going to be and when.
0: Oh, and, lads, uh, that's
1: a Phenomenon. I didn't it, is, it, it is was good. A I t- the, today was the best, the best one we've had. I mean, we have, we, we don't. Our do local chippies closed at the moment, uh-huh. not, not for any disastrous reasons. They're just refurbing or something. Um, so we've been using the chippy van, and it's all right. It's, it's a bit weird getting, getting chips from. Well, I say van. It's a bus, really. Uh, do you have fish when you go yeah. to chippy? chippy? Yeah.
0: You see, I, I've got to have fish and chips, like, and I've. I, last summer, I thought I'm going to have a curry sauce with my chips and stuff. I see was about you, to say, do, do
1: you do the whole curry sauce? This is where we get into controversy, mate. isn't it? Beautiful, beautiful have, that, though. I can't stop. I can't, I can't have anything else. Can you not? I has to gonna be. Gonna Every dis- time, curry sauce. Curry it's, sauce? It's and my wife's like, and mushy it. peas, and I'm like, oh, you disgusting pig. Oh, no, no. I've nearly been <laughs> sick in my mouth, man. Um, I've nearly been
0: sick what sort of sick woman have you are you living with who'd suggest that?
1: Mushy peas, that honestly. Mush. And she has them both. Mushy peas and yeah, curry. I'm like, I'm like, that's just... Oh, no, no, That's no, like no, taking no, no. taking a perfect dinner and just dipping it in porridge. You, you're you just ruining it. <laughs> it.
0: You're ruining it! <laughs> that's something else that's good to shout when you walk in a room. You're ruining it! Um... <laughs> yeah I like but today when I went to the chippy because I want to support the chippy and I like having a chippy dinner should. so because it's Friday as well but I, I didn't go for fish today <gasps> I, I went I followed my son's lead he'd got up you know for lunch yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> that's just about right.
0: Yeah. And uh, I said, uh, "What do you want from chippy like, and he, he said, "I'll have a sausage and chips." And I thought, "Oh, left field! Oh, sausage and chips!" Yeah.
1: But don't, you don't expect that, that kind I, of response, do you?
0: Oh, uh, I didn't, to be honest. And last time I had a sausage and chips, though, do you know what happened? I thought I finished my sausage, and I'm like, I could easily do another one of them. Mm. So when I when I went today, I got Tom a sausage and chips mm. and I got myself a double sausage <laughs> a double sausage that is two sausages and the chips and and this is the key thing for me uh, uh, no, no, no not a small tub a large tub of gravy please oh,
1: interesting Proper so the double nice sausage is it like a really yeah. big sausage or is it literally yeah, two sausages yeah, it's one sausages? of those
0: whoppers yeah, yeah yeah, yeah I, I remember
1: them. was it battered or not? no
0: no 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 plain yeah. plain i actually got four sausages because i gave one to dog so tom had one <laughs> dog had one <laughs> i had two because i'm head at house head at you house can always. do that kind
1: of thing you just get you just get it done now.
0: yeah support your local chippy innit? it or your mobile chippy <laughs> if your local chippy's shut well and so i've seen gray and funny handshake i've had sausage and chips very good um I, I have nothing else to add. That's, oh no, I've done loads
1: of other That's I've been an, an exciting two weeks for you. Yeah, <laughs> isn't it? I'm I'm living, mate. I'm living. I can imagine you taking some it. notes prior to the podcast. What am I gonna talk about? Well I had some chips. <laughs> um, Rip in the barrel. What, what about <laughs> what about work? Have you finished now? Finished and started. It's great fun. I was basically, <laughs>
0: basically listeners, can back. I tell the listeners? Let me tell cool. the listeners. I already knew he was going to say that because he was nearly crying before because <laughs> he's just finished for the summer but it's all just started again. <laughs> he's, had, he's had 20 minutes off to go to chip
1: <laughs> Quick loo break and you know, I'm off again. <laughs> um, can right, I tell, us, can I tell you? Can I tell you? Yeah. Because you yeah, don't know on. this bit and it's quite a funny story. <laughs> so... <laughs> I had to do like normally we do like an induction evening in July that's four till six in the evening and they just like we invite trainees for next year and we don't tend to get that many because they've got jobs and stuff and so yeah Um, and I run it and I just go through some stuff and and help alleviate any anxieties about what's going to happen and yeah give them some a better understanding of what the course is going to entail in in a month's time and so on um, but obviously with what's going on we had to do it online but because we did it online we were going to get loads more people and on top of that oh, normally yeah. it tends to be quite hands on and they do lots of like reflective stuff and I give them stuff that the previous cohort have done for us to help prep them and give them insights mm. but I couldn't do loads so, so I, basically I had a lot more people and I had to prepare everything in a new way because I couldn't, it couldn't be that interactive Anyway, so I'm going to try and speed this story up. So, mm. so instead of it just being me, I tried to involve the whole team. We're quite a small team. There's about six of us uh, usually. Yeah. Um, so there's six of us prepped and ready to go on to Zoom. And we're all in this Zoom meeting together. And yeah. we're going to get like 100, and odd, 100 odd trainees in the Zoom as well but well. you
0: don't know they're odd yet do you? you don't know they're odd oh, well, yeah, just at hundred <laughs> that's a good yeah. dad joke I like it <laughs> yeah <that's> it.
1: <laughs> um, and we were trying to figure out the logistics of how it would work because I was trying to get them into breakout rooms so, so it would be front loaded with me just talking to them and giving them information and then the second half mm. would be them in smaller groups with one of the tutors to do Q&A and, and any personal stuff that they needed to, to, to ask us about individual circumstances and so on and um, but I was told that, and I don't know if this is true or not, I just don't, I don't know enough about these things, but Zoom, mm. for breakout rooms, you have to pre-determine who's going into which ones. And I was like, well, we don't know entirely who's going to be here. It's going to be a right pain trying to allocate 100 people to different rooms. So my idea mm. was that we just set up extra Zoom meetings and we say, right, this Zoom meeting you go into if you're English, this one you go into if you're maths and French or whatever, and you know, just, mm. just break away the groups that way. Yeah all good so far we tested it seemed to work prior to the thing we run it first half goes really well because it's just me and the group and they're all they're all listening uh, supposedly and then I go right so what we're gonna do now is each tutor's is gonna be in a different room we're gonna we're gonna break off into the things here are the links to the different rooms next to the link is the subject so if it's your subject just click on the link and I'll see you later all right and within about 30 seconds maybe less it kicked me out of the meeting and it kicked everyone out of every meeting and everyone had just (laughs) disconnected from everything (laughs) and then just just put yourself in just for a moment, (sighs) just empathise for a minute and imagine you're me and it's just booted you out of the computer and you just go, that's a bit odd and then within about three seconds of that you realise it's happened to absolutely everybody what did you do I was just staring at my what computer did you do? and I was like oh shit <laughs> I know what did you do though
0: Because uh, so there's people all around the country going well that says everything I need to know about his IT skills <laughs>
1: <I> <laughs> they don't know like, I don't and, know what to do now I don't know how to contact 100 and something trainees wow. oh my god what did you do um well our ad so so the cause of the problem was that we every single one of the tutors was made a host of all of the meeting rooms and if you've got a uh. host conflict it just shuts down all the other meetings which none of okay. us knew <laughs> host conflict host conflict <laughs> so if you're listening don't make yourself a host of two meetings at once it doesn't host end well host conflict um we it was it was okay it was fine like we basically we just set up new meetings really quickly emailed everyone out and they just joined Mm. in and we picked them all up again and they were laughing and we were laughing oh right it's all new to us but i was just 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 it's that moment of horror i'm sure everyone's had it like whether you've done something wrong in your job or just something you've had some bad luck and you just it's like it's like in Jaws when when he's when he's on the beach and the camera just zooms into his face. Zooms and in, yeah. Something bad's happening on in the sea. It was like that and it yeah. was just like <gasps> They've all gone. Yeah. Um, so no, that, that was my um... experience of my new cohort so far. Oh god Great. and their
0: experience of you. <laughs> and their experience of
1: me. <laughs> so it's all good. Um oh, but yeah no the, I mean the main thing is they got all the key stuff at the beginning and they did come yeah. back for the for the Q&A stuff afterwards but um god it was it was anxiety inducing to <coughs> say the least. Um so that's so, so yeah so that's the beginning of of the new year for me now. I mean we're prepping all the materials for them. It's it's pretty much going to be an online course in terms of delivery so we've got lots to prep for that. Um and it's dawned on me that I've got my kids for seven weeks And I can't put them in any summer schools Because they're all bloody closed Because of Covid So You're going
0: to you're gonna have to do some parenting
1: I know, I know well, Are I, you alright? Yeah, I think I'm just going to put them in a box Can't you send them to grandparents? What, and give them Covid?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I've forgotten about the the international <laughs> pandemic that's ravaged the world. <laughs> for a lovely moment, it was not in my head.
1: Oh man, yeah. we'll all, we'll get by. Um, anyway, so yeah, so that's that's where we're at. My my artist has gone to Centre Parks this week. Um, oh, the week, which is well, yeah. he's gone for a full week with his mates. Um, oh mint, his mates. Hey, family. that's a
0: good that's a good trip that innit yeah. I like centre parks I know it's expensive but I do like it when when we've been able to go it's yeah. been great yeah well
1: it's it's a bit like it was in the 80s now because it's, they're running at 40% capacity apparently the pool's not oh, open obviously yeah and uh, of all the bookings ha- hardly anyone's turning up so it's basically like ghost town
0: um,
1: oh. oh well I bet that's so they're, so they're that having a great time because they can well. book anything and yeah. everything they want apart from obviously the pool because it's not open um yeah. I'm just cracking on with it. That's, that sounds mint. Yeah. That sounds amazing. It's, I say I say it's like the 80s just because in the 80s it was a much smaller park and now it's huge mm. yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, which one have they gone to? Uh Sherwood. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. Sherwood. 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 I'm going down Sherwood. Um, <laughs> it, that's me that's great oh work sounds like a total nightmare
1: for you mate I tell well, you I, I was just you. I was singing how happy I was in the last podcast about having some space yeah. to get some stuff done and that yeah. space is just disappearing but what
0: can you do well I what can you do I think well I think what you can do mate is is take is is take a leaf out of the Wizard of Oz and just <laughs> turn into apply a apply your brain <laughs> apply your heart take some risks Stay at home, like Dorothy should have done, yeah. and just and just um, just find some time if you can, even if it's late, to do stuff for you. Because um, have you bought you bought some stuff? haven't well, you? Well, I've to, done a few things for some me, some music stuff, haven't you? Yeah.
1: Well, do you remember in a couple of po- a, a couple of podcasts ago, I bought a gizmo to mess around? Yeah. Me. Well, I've well, gone. I do remember I've, that. I've, I've dived fully in now, and I've bought some. Have you? Uh, I bought some software that I used to have years and years ago, but I bought the new version, which cost <coughs> a bit of money. Um, yeah. And I bought uh, myself for my birthday because I buy my own presents. Yeah. That's, that's the saddest I, thing I've ever had. I, I heard. know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little MIDI keyboard and stuff. And so I'm trying to relearn all this software, which is a nightmare, and I really should be doing other things, but I'm quite enjoying it. Um, yeah. And I managed to map to a keyboard. It does it so much easier than my other Gizmo. Um, you saying the word crap, mm-hmm. so I can run my finger across a keyboard and it'll just say it, it, every note is just you saying crap in a different interval. Ah, that's,
0: that's this is going to be really good fun. So it? I've done uh, this, the future's this is, this looking is, good. Uh, I mean,
1: I'm I'm not good at thinking up brand new ideas, so this is the same idea as in a previous podcast. I've mapped you saying crap onto a MIDI track of a '80s song. Oh, no, again but it's a bit more extravagant than last time and it's this a bit is... more professional because i don't have to yeah. play it live it's just tr- it's 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 pinpoint Mate. accuracy when
0: people look at us that's the first <laughs> word that comes in their head professional honestly <laughs> it's the point. first thing when i pop up on someone's webinar they think
1: I'm in for a professional experience I right don't now. think that's what they say when they see me, but, but I'm glad <laughs> they do for you, mate. That's probably why you're, no, not, a, you're, you're taking off sure. more than I am in that regard. Right, are I'm you ready? Sure. Are you ready? What are we doing? Are going to hear it? Oh,
0: have you got it ready? Yeah, I think awesome. so. I'm going to try
1: it. Here we go. Have I got to Crap. guess the song? Crap. Crap. crack Crap. 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 Crap.
0: Crap. 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 Crack
1: crack 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 What's that? <laughs> that
0: is, I'll tell you what that is. Mint. <laughs> You've got some real, that is total skill, that, isn't it? Being able to say a word. Can you imagine when you were at school being having that technology. It's just brilliant, isn't it? It's
1: hilarious. So, so what, beware, so, I'm, I'm one step away from being able to make a soundboard and making phone calls as Hal Roberts. That's, that's my aim. Oh, yeah, you are. Right. <laughs> yeah, you can pretend to, I, I might be able to stay in bed then. <laughs> Do you want me to sing it? I'll sing it for you. Yeah, beware, I'll try and sing along as best I can. Go on. Crap. 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 Put on my blue sweet shoes train You're well, well out we of time, do that of that a, in, I, we do, I do I that one in... I was sounding good and you've destroyed it. I know. We do that one, though. I, I couldn't
0: help join in, but join in because we do that one in Flock of Beagles. Yeah. Yeah, man. And you
1: still couldn't recognise it. it.
0: No, I did. I recognised the chord sequence. I was just being distracted by me shouting crap, <laughs> which is again something I do
1: quite a lot, <laughs> especially when I walk into rooms. So now I've got this kit, I could I could do this every time we record. It's dead easy.
0: uh oh, it's it's totally mint. <laughs> I've been watching X Files. Did I tell you that last time? You did. You've, you've we, persuaded the uh, the lovely Beth to watch it, haven't you? Yeah, she's back in. We're um. We're watching X-Files and we're in, se- we're in middle of season 3 It is just brilliant and it's 25 years old, it's unbelievable You were like 7 or something when it were on Weren't you?
1: You were only little Are, are we really doing this now?
0: No, no, but you were little, and uh, we're not doing it now. Uh, You were little. I'll tell you what I watched the other day, though. I just want to mention it briefly because we might it might come up um, in the future. But I I sat down and I I got this. I got this film on Blu-ray, which I've owned on DVD and VHS, and it's a film I last watched when I was about seventeen, and so that will have been in nineteen eighty-eight or something. Yeah, And I watched it, and it's, it's called Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, and it's got David Bowie in it, and Tom Conte. And the actor Tom Conte, he sort of gets eclipsed by the presence of David Bowie, until you watch the film and you realise what an absolutely splendid actor Tom Conte is. And he's not someone... Who is immediate immediately jumps to mind when you think of great British actors. But he is brilliant in Merry Christmas, Mr Lawrence. He was in Shirley Valentine as well, I think. Yeah. And he's been in loads of stuff. But he was great. And I just went to watch that film again. Arrow have just done a lovely new Blu-ray of it. So I picked it up and I watched it. Are we, are and we sponsored
1: uh, by Arrow yet?
0: I, I, <laughs> Oh, I love Arrow. I do love Arrow. That's why I've got a copy of Creep Show Two that's just arrived. That's how much I Return love of Arrow. The
1: creep. Yeah. Well, have you ever watched Creep Show? It's not been high on my list, now, to be
0: honest. Creep Show's great. Stephen King, George Romero, Creep Show Two, not so good, and fits the and remake. Yeah, they got of your money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's because it's Arrow and Arrow. Video are really very very good. <laughs> Arrow <laughs> video are very very good. No, they, and they are. I've got a large collection of Arrow um, movies because they they pick on movies that actually fit the remit of this podcast really nicely. Excellent. So yeah, Merry we- Christmas, Mr. Christ Lawrence. Anyway, I recommend it. It's great. Should we
1: start our feature? Yeah. All right.
0: Well, uh, sh- are you I'm started? going to open a bracket.
1: I'm going to open Go a bracket on. and then type the words: insert space jingle space here. Close bracket. Can you do that? Slightly, Slightly quiet crab films. Oh, I love that! It's so good. Have Such you just a brilliant done that now. Well, we'll find out when we listen back. But hopefully, yes. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Honestly, all it needs is a harp And then it's perfection (laughs) (laughs) Right, here we go The main feature The slightly quite crap film feature of our podcast Yeah Uh, We're going to try and focus primarily on sci-fi today But I do want to read out a lovely message That we received From a Blue Tick account Uh, Are you ready? Yeah Yeah he's not ready I'm gonna do it anyway hi Ed I came across your slightly crap film podcast the other day thoroughly enjoyed it I wonder if you can help me you mentioned uh, a BFI guidance report on censorship guidelines for carry-on films are they publicly available because I'm writing a book on the carry-ons and I'm very happy to give your podcast a shout out if you could point (sighs) me in the right direction with many thanks from... no, one, I don't know if people will know this person, but... Drumroll, someone called Caroline Frost, who is a journalist. Uh, and she does work for Sky News and LBC and the BBC. How's that? That is completely brilliant, that. That's
0: amazing. It's all right, isn't it? I think it's pretty exciting. It's superb! I think it's really
1: exciting. Mm. And what? And so, what did you reply? Get lost! I Get said lost! I said Who are you? I only answer to. Oh, you look. You look like. Oh, you're a bloke. T- oh, I'll talk to you. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have you.
0: We'll have you as one of our pals. Does she follow the podcast?
1: Uh, she said that she's. Well, she said she's gonna keep listening, but I'm not sure if that was just a kind of platitude to get what she wants. But if if well, not, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry, Caroline. We're so Caroline
0: Caroline, if you are listening right now, a how are you doing? And um, yeah, just tweet us again so we know you've heard this podcast and it wasn't just a one-off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're setting it up now and I'm going to be really disappointed. I <laughs> know. Oh, oh, no. So that no, came out of nowhere. Buzzing. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, it
0: is great when stuff like yeah. that. But do you know what? We've got all our pals have, have been tweeting, haven't they? I've, I'm sorry, we I haven't got the have list in front of me. Oh, I've Wouldn't got I? a list. Do you know why you got I've got a list,
1: list and you haven't? Go on. No, I want you, have, to, I want you to self-reflect. Go on.
0: Cause you care <laughs> I care it's just that
1: I, I can't help me son. yeah yeah. you didn't even get dressed for this podcast Al I mean come on I didn't I didn't <laughs>
0: well you told me just to wear my trunks I thought it was a thing we were doing <laughs> that's why I'm sitting here like this what kind of that's the relationship
1: now. I tend to have with all my older friends
0: your flowers arrived though thanks for those <laughs>
1: Um, right Go on so We asked people to, to To recommend Their Some of their favourite um, Slightly crap Sci-fi films Yeah um, And I've got a list of a few Of the contributions here F- Forgive me if I don't mention you And you did You did contribute So uh, Regular listener Martin Noon Suggests The Guyver From 1991 Oh yeah Yeah um, Someone called B-Movie Man well, that's oh, no, he's, Twitter he's Min, that's Nick. Nick? He's, he's, he's buzzing. Yeah, Nick. Nick suggested Star Crash, which I believe you've seen.
0: <laughs> I own. It's just brilliant and <laughs>
1: stupid. It totally is crap. Uh, an account brilliant. called Beck Needs a Donut, don't we all? She suggested yeah. Tron because she says it's the worst film ever. Tron? Is she not well?
0: <laughs> i've got it i'm looking at it here it's on the shelf over there tron
1: who hurt you beck needs a donut um <laughs> uh, someone called shep geek recommended quite a few films but I'm, i've just picked out two here time cop with jean-claude van damme
0: no nah, i enjoyed that one. where he that.
1: he he doesn't there's a Scene in there where he does the splits onto the kitchen surface because the floor's electrocuted or something.
0: Yeah, that's mint. And he I've dro- tried. And that. he
1: drops down on, t- so he's prone so that a lorry doesn't run him over. And th- spoiler alert. Yeah, it doesn't run him over. Um, and Robocop two, which I think absolutely epitomises mm-hmm. the slightly crap film thing. It's it's a really enjoyable film, but you watch it and you like. Wow! Yeah, just,
0: I've not watched. <laughs> I've got to say, I've not watched RoboCop two for a long time, and I think um, someone suggest I, I put a thing, a picture on Twitter this morning, which had Dorothy and the Scarecrow. That's why Wizard of Oz is in my head, yeah. looking after RoboCop instead of the Tin Man. <laughs> and uh, RoboCop's been superimposed, and someone got in touch. And forgive me, I've I've just not got it in front of me. But someone got in touch and said y- another feature on your podcast should be. Remakes of classic movies, and that's that remake of RoboCop with um, uh, Gary Oldman in. Who I really love, Gary Oldman, but chuff me,
1: that was disappointing. I was, I was thinking of a way to give you to. to, I was thinking, I was thinking, what would really annoy Hal Roberts? You You saying that was good. I think that all the time, and I thought if I was to watch the remake of The Wicker Man without watching The Wicker Man. That would probably be the worst thing I can do, and I nearly did it because someone posted a GIF, and and I didn't know what the GIF was, and I was following, I was going down um, a rabbit hole of finding out what this GIF is, and the GIF is a man in a bear costume, like no context whatsoever for the GIF. There's a man in a bear costume, and he runs up to a woman and just punches her in the face. (laughs) It's the most (laughs) surreal, bizarre thing I've ever seen. I was like, "Why is this GIF?" And it's yeah, it does, doesn't it? Um, it sounds it's like from the remake it? of The Wicker Man, oh. but I I haven't watched it yet. But I, but it yeah, I think remakes is definitely on on in the back of my mind for at least an episode, if not yeah. a few. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we we also had a few more suggestions. Joe Sibley suggested the Galax, uh, Galaxy of Terror from 1981,
0: uh, mm, and then that, immediately
1: cool. tried to. unsuggest it because she remembered a horrendous scene in it which just made me want to watch it so I watched it and you're right it is
0: (laughs) it's Uh, not as offensive as Inseminoid from 1980 (laughs) you
1: know what I nearly watched that and then I just thought I can't because of the name the name is enough it's uh, a it's a it's a, a classic is in Seminoid. Is it? it's oh. by
0: norman warren <laughs> norman warren made these movies that were really this he made it he had a good run of them these yeah. um they, they fit our podcast again they fit our podcast really well uh, in Seminoids like an alien ripoff
1: uh kevin houston recommended the humanoid which oh i lo- i like
0: that I've got a signed poster of that. You're Richard Keel, isn't it? You're Richard Keel. Yeah, he's the humanoid, and he's the um, he's like it's meant. I've I've actually looked at that the other day because the f- the soundtrack is Ennio Morricone as well. So it's a terrible film. Yeah, but it's got this beautiful soundtrack
1: attached Brilliant. to it. It's wonderful. Uh, Andrew Jeffrey Mars Attacks. Um, And the last one This just made me laugh Um, A guy called Andy Day Who is one of my best friends And uh, longest friends You know I've known him for years And years and years Um, (laughs) He just tweeted The Fountain Some think it's the greatest movie ever made Those people are idiots (laughs) (laughs) And I looked over at my uh, Blu-ray copy of The Fountain (laughs) is it it any good and I thought I better not reply and tell him that I used to really like that film Um, who's that by The Fountain it's Darren Aronofsky it's and I loved I loved these ones before his previous films and there's I I have to say The Fountain like I would say bits of it are really powerful and Mm. very emotive and then there's other bits where you're just like what what are you doing what is going on why is he where what time are they in that, what and it, you oh, lose right. you lose a lot of goodwill with that film very quickly towards the end so i get where he's coming from wh- but the soundtrack again the oh. soundtrack is amazing it's a chronos quarter with it, the clan- Cla- Mansell Cla- oh. the pair the- oh, collaborating yeah, that's it's a amazing good, that's a good point. um so those are the I mean, recommendations that's anyway
0: that's a good future podcast is uh, <clears throat> film sa- saved by soundtracks
1: yeah absolutely <laughs> Um, so we should get Sorry, on with talking keep, about specific films. yeah go on so I don't know yeah, whether you want to start I, I'm going to talk I'm, I didn't watch the, the one I watched that was recommended out of that list was um, Galaxy of Terror which I don't want to get into too much because it's just a bit mm. dodgy really um, but yeah. just, just to say that it's got um, Robert England in it before he became Freddy Krueger yeah, um, and behind the scenes, it's got Bill Paxton doing. He's listed in the credits as doing something or other. And uh, James Cameron was involved in the film as well. Um, yeah, whatever happened to him? Yeah, indeed, he, he never he never did anything after that movie, did he? no Shame really. <laughs> Um, So, but the film that I wanted to talk about in the last podcast that kind of led to this theme was Alien Covenant. Mm. So I want to talk a bit about that. And, but I I think we'll start with you if that's all right, because you were going to talk about a different one.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I mean, it's such a broad topic and and just as you were reading out those lists, it reminded me that, um, I don't know, sometimes I think that you mentioned Galaxy of Terror, yeah. And someone's tweeted that to us, and I just can't believe that ha- that happens in 2020 because Galaxy of Terror, along with films like Forbidden World and these. These films, which had amazing poster art, essentially they were film posters before they became the films themselves. Because yeah. I think they'd they'd get sold at places like the Cannes Film Festival, so that they'd get the money then to go make the movie. And I think Forbidden World and Galaxy of Terror are, are alien rip-offs as well, and, yeah. and st- with a chunk of Star Wars and sex and stuff. And it's those films that I never thought I'd be approaching my 50s and talking about those films. I thought they were just in my head and part again. <laughs> I say this every podcast now but just part of that tapestry of my life and, yeah. and it's so funny that we're mentioning them now. Star Crash is, um, was mentioned and I just loved Star Crash when I watched it because I watched it knowing it was going to be terrible. Tell, tell me, it's I an don't know Itali-
1: anything about Star it's
0: Crash. It's an Italian it's an Italian rip-off of Star Wars as is uh, the aforementioned Sorry, as is the aforementioned um, humanoid as well. They're all riding the Star Wars wave and they'd get... I mean, Star Crash, it's got Christopher Plummer in it. They've (laughs) obviously slipped him a few quid and he rocks up as some sort of... Ben Kenobi type and you know, you've know you got these droids which are clearly some fella in a, in a, with a cardboard box on his head and the galaxy, when they're looking at the galaxy it's not like a galaxy it's basically one of those blackout curtains that's had fairy lights sewn into it and you can see you can see the fairy lights honestly, I think it's on Amazon Prime I'm sure I've seen it on Amazon Prime or Netflix Star Crash, you'll thank me after, you'll go, do you know what, I needed that in my life, it was awful <laughs> <laughs> and they've got laser. Is your hey? Here's your laser sword, you know. And you got the American actors or Canadian actors speaking in English, and clearly there's a huge Italian cast. Yeah. yeah so. Th- it, it's just mint anyway that's I, 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 there's too many films to talk about in the short time we've got and I know you want to talk about
1: Alien Covenant
0: I'll, I'll, the other I will just to mention, confirm
1: that it is on yeah. Prime Video Star Crash
0: okay great yeah. the other film I want to mention which I've not seen on any of the streaming services but is available on DVD um, is a, f- a real favourite of mine from when I was a young lad it was shown on Channel 4 when Channel 4 was in its infancy and it was a film called Android Right. and it had Klaus Kinski in it and Klaus Kinski in the early 80s was basically just turning up for the cash uh, <laughs> I, I, I went through quite an obsessive phase with Klaus Kinski, I wanted every film that he's appeared in and believe me, he has appeared in some real shite <laughs> Android isn't one of them, It was it's just really a corking little science fiction film about an android who discovers his own, he realises he's starting to have human feelings and that's proper sci-fi that, proper yeah. sci-fi for a film made in about 1982 I think it maybe was 82, 81. yeah Alright, and, and it's it's and the guy who plays the Android wrote the script. It's really it's a really clever little film if you can get
1: to see it somewhere. Can, can, I, tell you I, really tag, can I tell you the two taglines for the film? Yeah. Because 'cause I've got the poster up here. It says Android much more than human. Okay. Yeah. And then the tagline yeah. is I love this. He learns to love. He learns to kill. Android becomes man.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. about it. That's something. In, in that up. voice, I hope. Yeah, but it does it with that low budget aesthetic, you know, with the wobbly sets, but it's still cool. In fact, just talking about it now makes me want to watch it because I really did used to love that film. But the one I wanted to mention, and I'm gonna cut my cut myself off in a minute. But the one I wanted to mention was a DV, a Blu-ray, sorry, that's just that's been out just a few months, and it's of a a little known. Well, it's quite a well known film. I think people who like these sorts of movies will recognise and um, the sort of film it is it's from mm. 1957 it's called the land unknown and it's a film i've always wanted to watch because one of the publicity stills that you see in film books is there's a dinosaur a tyrannosaurus rex as they were pictured in 1957 yeah. and there's a helicopter and it's just like well there's the film it's just brilliant it's gonna be brilliant that film yeah. so I-, I bought it and um, as I say I recognise it and the dinosaurs in the film other than a couple of people in suits and some really nice little model work other than that it's not Ray Harryhausen stuff it's lizards with makeup on <laughs> so you got Komodo dragons walking through a miniature set with people who are superimposed on the front running <laughs> around and that and it's a bit. It's it, what I, what I liked about it was well, there's two things really. The first thing was it it did exactly what it said on the tin. It's a low budget black and white fantasy adventure, almost like an Edgar Rice Burroughs adventure, but yeah. not. It's in black and white, but the print the I know this is a bit geeky. I don't know if I'm geeking myself out a little bit, but it looked beautiful. It looked. You know when black and white films look absolutely delicious? They, they just look great. Yeah, yeah. That's what this film's like on blue, and it's it's a low budget. It had its budget cut in half just months before they were going to start filming yeah. it had its, so they had to like scrimp on everything so the actors are all pretty hammy uh, the music's really melodramatic but there's some really really good ideas in it basically there's a crater in the Antarctic that is, uh, that's, that's warm because it's really deep and far down this crater and it's basically a prehistoric world and it's cool nice. I mean why wouldn 't you want to see that now? I do now i 've sold it. it to you like that <laughs> and there 's a, there's a fairly happy ending there 's a bit of like Shakespearean dramatics going on it 's it's, it's pretty cool The land unknown and the artwork of the of the blu ray itself it 's got the film poster on the front and it 's just really good again the po- the film doesn 't deliver the poster art but yeah. 10 out of 10 for trying you know and
1: i really enjoyed do, do it. Do any anyway, films so. from that genre live up to the poster? art I thought the poster art was basically the way of duping you into the cinema in a lot of ways.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, i think yeah. <laughs> that that's true and and for that it's it's absolutely successful in that and yeah. um and and it, with it being it was science, i was trying to think is this what we mean by science fiction because they don't go to space but there's a load of films that we could uh, pick out. I, I mean, i mentioned Android Star Crash i've got to mention battle beyond the stars which is the magnificent seven in space roger corman and also um saturn three with kirk douglas which is well worth a watch because harvey Keitel was harvey Keitel was so unhappy making that film he refused to go and do the overdubs so they had to get a, so he's overdubbed by roy Dotrice, who's an english actor <laughs> so you got harvey Keitel going Yes, and I think this is the spacecraft. <laughs> you
1: know, not his usual sort of New York. Okay, I think I just need to watch it for that alone.
0: Yeah. yeah. So you please tell us about Alien, because I, I, I don't want to take up all that no, time. No, right, it's all right, it's all right.
1: Yeah, so Alien Covenant, I think, is it's an interesting film because it brings up a, a quandary for me. Um, yeah. And the quandary is that of trying to answer stuff that doesn't need answering from classic movies. Um, so I think the biggest um, victim of this is like the Star Wars franchise, where they're just like, okay, we want to make more. Loads of people like these movies. Um, how do we tie them in with the original ones that everyone loved? And... Um, and often they're seeking to answer things that just don't need answering. So so if yeah. you if you take for example the Han Solo movie um, yeah. which is obviously a spin-off of Star Wars, a, a prequel if you like in some ways. Um Yeah. The in that there's loads of little sort of cheeky references to things and Yeah. Like in the original films he talks about how his ship is famous for for crossing the galaxy in so and so Parsecs or Ten parsecs, and they put that or in something. there. They do that so that you know mm. what that story is, and it's like no one wants to know what that story is. No one cares. It's nice not yeah. knowing. It's nice having the ability to interpret it however you want. Mm. Um, and the start, the, sorry, the alien films. I think have absolutely done done themselves. This, they've dug themselves the same hole in that they're mm. they're trying to answer stuff that doesn't need answering. That that most people. Or well, certainly I anyway um really enjoyed that kind of mystery around things um so specifically um this is this is a sequel to Prometheus, which in itself is a sequel to the the, the original trilogy uh we we don't talk about all the other ones, including uh <laughs> what was it resurrection or whatever it was they're all a bit yes. odd um <laughs> and uh, I suppose most people would just say the original two but um hmm in the original film, there's a scene where they get on the ship and they, they discover this massive, like humanoid type thing in a chair with its chest mm. burst open or something, yeah. and that's it. That's all you see. There's, you see it on mm. like a fuzzy camera, and they're like, "Oh, what the hell is that?" And then they go find the eggs and stuff, mm. and that mystery is brilliant. And and yeah, um, was it HR? Geiger, is that his Guy, name? Geiger. Yeah, so so his his work on it is obviously very well known, and the style of all that yeah. stuff just carries it alone. Um, but Prometheus picks that plot point up and tries to develop it, mm. um, and it just creates this really odd story about, like, God and who created humans and who created this and that and the other. Um and it was kind of panned Prometheus in in some in some mm. fields, and they were saying, "Look, what people want out of an alien movie is more action and more aliens." Yeah, which is what they put into Covenant. Um, and Covenant, I think, is a great movie, but what, but it'd be so much better if they just detached it fully from the franchise in some ways, because mm. the bits of it that are so bad, in, I think, are where they're trying to tie the plot to the other films. Um, it just it just falls really flat at those points, and then when then when they move on and just try and get on with the film, it picks up again. And it's it's a really exciting film. Um, it's got some really interesting plot points in it and themes within it. As I say, without trying to look at the bigger picture of, of the gaudy stuff, um, mm. Michael Fassbender is is doing that 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 thing. I'm never too sure about where you play two different people in a film. Um, yeah I'm not sure I've ever been fully convinced by anyone doing that but it's pretty he does it well but I just think Mm. uh, it doesn't sit easy with me when they do that Um, and it's got the alien in obviously um, and it's got like variations of the alien like different kind of breeds of it if you like Um, and it does a terrific job of, of like suspense and thriller stuff without treading too much on the ground of the old films um although that said the ending is pretty much the same as all of the alien film endings <laughs> but with a nice little twist at the end that you kind of see coming but but never mind. Um and it's yeah I just I don't know how you feel about it really but just this idea of of answering questions that don't re- people don't want answering as a way of tying in a new film to a franchise.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think you've articulated it. Really well, and and it is a frustration, isn't it? It's that shoe on. and I, re- I watched Alien. I think I said it last time because when Ian Home passed, that I thought we'll watch Alien so I managed it was a good excuse to break that out and watch that again and um, I really liked uh, watching it again I love those details and I I like that mystery and you're right I don't need I don't want to know I don't want to know about the engineers really what I want sadly because I I am even though I'm a bit geeky about films but actually I just like a good bit of that and I like an action movie and that's what Aliens was everyone wants Aliens that's what we want. Aliens again, please. Yeah. Um, I I I've got a fondness for the others. I'll I'll forgive me. I'm I'm very forgiving of mm. Alien Three and Four. I liked Prometheus second time round. Genuinely, I watched it at the cinema. I took my brother-in-law. He watched it, and we both came out. He was being polite because I dragged him to see it. <laughs> and you were wincing. And you were like, <laughs> "What the chuff were that?" <laughs>
1: And it was like. Oh but no. I have to say and that, to that w- stylistically, Prometheus is beautiful, isn't it? Like the the, the oh. design of everything, the spacesuits, theater, yeah. the cinematography. Oh, it's, it's, it, you can just watch I, it. On I really like you Be really happy. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I think I think if um, I think if um, you know if if you were coming round tonight with a couple of beers and we're going to watch a, a film and you said let's watch Prometheus I'd be like buzzing I'd be like yeah what what you have done is I've watched Alien Covenant once I watched it on my own because Mm. I thought I can't I can't watch any of these films with anyone I know (laughs) so I'm just gonna (laughs) I didn't know you then so I put um, I watched it and I really again because I'm forgiving with these films I'm like yeah for what it is it's not aliens but it is what it is and I've got an alien film a new one and I kind of understand what's going on I do remember the Fastbender character you know the the, the the duo if you like an actor playing two roles yeah. I think it can be done well I think it's sometimes a really tiresome plot device I think it's like yeah. oh you're kidding but it kind of works in the context there if you said to me now tell tell the story of what happens i have no idea but <laughs> i'm gonna watch it again i can't remember it was so it must have been a little bit throwaway for me yeah having said that if you asked me to explain prometheus
1: i'd probably I have struggle. no idea again but
0: i would say <laughs> i would say it's beautiful yeah it, it, and and um it is um we went to i mean i'm sure we booked a holiday to iceland purely on the back of the um, of seeing that some of it was filmed yeah Iceland. I mean
1: I, my main memory <laughs> yeah. of Prometheus I watched it in the cinema and I remember it, yeah. I think it's in the first five to ten minutes of the film you see the main human characters in a cave in Ireland or something mm. and they see cave mm. paintings that tell them about yeah. the aliens and the, the, yeah. the guardians it's or whatever I mean, or the engineers well I thought of that bit I, I, I thought the opposite I thought oh god this is what this is going to be like and I was right <laughs> I just thought it's such I, a, like, yeah. I just thought it's such a uh, a stupid plot device, you know, when yeah. sitting around a writing table and going right. How can we start this film off? They find something in a cave from caveman times with, like, what? Come on. As
0: I say, I'm I'm really forgiving, <laughs> so I just watched that and thought, no, oh, yeah, that's a way.
1: <laughs> now I, I like
0: I think though uh, part of the attraction of um, of Prometheus is 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 it Numi Rapace, the girl who was the woman, sorry, who was in. Um, Girl with the dragon tattoo. Uh um,
1: the originals Yes, yeah.
0: Yeah, cuz she's I find her very compelling to watch. I think part of that is because of her portrayal of as the girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah, she's excellent um, in
1: Prometheus as well. She
0: she's ex, she is an excellent actor and um I don't know if um I don't know if um you know I can't even remember who the actor other than Fastbender, I don't know who else was in. guy, uh, <laughs> uh, guy Pierce is
1: in both of them.
0: Yeah, he's in makeup, though, isn't he? Is he an old man in body?
1: Yeah, he looks super creepy yeah. in them.
0: Yeah, yes. Why not just employ Anthony Hopkins? Indeed. <laughs> uh, Billy. Crudup, i Billy
1: Crudup, Danny Billy McBride. Yeah. alright right. Yeah. Um, oh, no, that's pretty good, isn't it? I mean, then there's not yeah. there's no huge names in it really. I, th- I guess they just gave all no. the money to Fastbender, but. Um,
0: I, yeah i think i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it again alien covenant if you've not seen it listeners it might be it'd be good to hear what you think about these alien films i mean when you think about you know, classics of sci-fi, Alien and Aliens are absolutely up there, and also up there is the story about the sad demise of the uh, <laughs> of the films, isn't there? Really, because yeah. the Prometheus was sort of kick-starting it years later. But I, again, I quite liked uh, Resurrection simply because it had that big bloke in who played El- Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. Uh, you know, yeah. if if a film, if you're watching some and Ron Perlman rocks up, you're thinking it's like Sean Pertwee Anytime <laughs> I see Sean Pertwee rock up, and he's done his fair share of low-budget horror. Yeah. He rocks up, you think, oh, I know where I am. Now. Yeah, yeah, I know where I am this with this because Ron Perlman's in it or Sean, <laughs> Sean uh, Pertwee. Um, yeah, I've got a lot of, I've got, I've got a lot of time for the alien films. In fact, when we watched Alien the other week, I just thought, right, I want to watch Aliens now. I want to watch them all again. Yeah, and I, I think you mentioned Solo before. I, I like those I like that spin-offy stuff am mm. I'm, I'm I'm again I'm forgiving of it I didn't really want to watch it but I, in in terms of being a completist I did and I've really enjoyed it Yeah and um, I really enjoyed the spin-off in fact it's one of my favorites um, I've forgotten its name though that's how throwaway they can be that Ro- Star Wars one, Rogue when they
1: one. Get in the Rogue pl- one Rogue, Rogue One. one. Hey, I'm going to put my. I'm going to put this out there. It's the best one out of all of them. <laughs> I think it's absolutely. May
0: I, I? I think I think you're not far off. I think I'd put it in my top three.
1: I think I think when you see on, I know Twitter is just a little microcosm of, of a certain viewpoint, yeah. but every time people start talking about all the Star Wars films, there's quite a big voice saying, "Don't forget Rogue One." Actually, it's pretty much you know it's certainly in the top two or three of all of them, and I would say. Yeah, top. I mean, Empire Strikes oh. Back is the more obvious choice for top and yeah. I guess in terms of originality and plot it's ace, but I think the um, Rogue mm. One, considering all the other Star Wars films that came after the original 3, that's the only yeah. one that doesn't feel con- it felt what well, it goes back to the point I was making earlier. It it it's kind of contra it, it fills a gap that, but in some ways, you didn't know it. You didn't know you wanted to know the answer to that gap about about no. about the weakness in the death the 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 Death Star and yeah. so on. But they just yeah. they've really written it well, and it it mm. just it doesn't feel like it's superfluous information that doesn't mean anything. No. Whereas so many and, and, of these other ones, you're just like, I don't care about that thing. Why are you writing about it? I think you've um, you've hit the nail on the head
0: there about um, buying in. When you were describing the the sort of flaws in the whole sort of alien, the the idea of you know, you know, really flipping exploiting these little these little plot moments, Mm. you know, in original films, there is that sense you're being winked at. You know, a bit like Basil when he had a sore eye. You're being <laughs> winked, at, and yeah, I think the thing about you know, go and watch the original Alien. No one's winking at you there. Yeah. It's 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 a hard car. Um, it's not a thrill ride. Aliens is a thrill ride. Alien is a slow burn. Yeah. You know, I'd go so far to say it's slow. You know this. Time is taken. It's 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 a one-off. I sometimes think, wouldn't it be great if sequels were banned? So actually, there's your film. That's it, and that's you know those low-budget science fiction films we we started talking about. Some of the, the beauty of some of them is they're just one-offs. Mm. They're just there's the idea. There's the concept. That's the great thing about low-budget horror. Here's the concept. We're going to have people in the woods being chased by a killer. That's the concept. That's it. Now we need to make a film. We've got yeah. this much money, which isn't a lot. So we're going to have to be really creative and imaginative. It's no accident, is it, that people like James Cameron and, uh, Sam Raimi and all these people, they all started in those really those real constraints of budget yep. and they had to use their creativity and imagination, which then, you know, we you, you do watch one of the, you know... You do watch Prometheus and think, "What could this have been? It could have been, it could have been Alien versus
1: Predator."
0: <laughs> I mean, we didn't even mention those, and that's no, they're the nadir, aren't they?
1: <laughs> Chuff me. Although, what's the name well, of the guy who plays the android in Aliens? Because um, he was brilliant as oh, well. Oh, Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen. He's in pr- He's in. He's in the versus ones as well, isn't he? Um,
0: yeah, and he's he's um, he's, he's in uh, he is yeah he's a great actor and he's in um, oh, what was I going to say he's in Piranha Two, James yeah. Cameron's <laughs> Piranha Two: The Spawning.
1: Well, there's your link with James James Cameron and Aliens, isn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah, it all <laughs> links in, doesn't it? Oh, I love talking about this stuff. I hope people like listening to it. I mean, that, that's the thing. What we, I mean, we mentioned sequels, then didn't we? Is that
1: something we could look at perhaps yeah I think uh, well it's a, uh, again it's a huge area I'm sure yeah. over time we'll revisit these areas because they're just mm. so big they, don't, they merit far more than, than an hour's podcast yeah. but um, yeah I think yeah. sequels would be a great way to go because um, I think there's a good debate out there to be had about what is you know how many good sequels are there I mean you've got The Godfather's an obvious one uh, Term- yeah. Terminator oh, 2 yeah. is one that gets thrown around Yeah, Um, but I think the list is fairly small but um, in terms of slightly crap sequels that are enjoyable but a little bit rubbish I think that's quite a big pool (laughs) Should we
0: (laughs) we do that then? So listeners, our dear listeners if you're still listening to this ramble and if you want to know more about Grey and Funny Handshake I can talk about him for hours (laughs) Um, but we're we're interested in, in the sequels that perhaps they're they're a bit like comfort food. They're they they're not great, but actually they're all right, and they fit our remit of the They're slightly quite crap. Yeah, you know, and and, and there's a few in. I'm, I'm racking my brains now. Um, well, we
1: mentioned Robocop two before. I mean, it's yeah, a, it's a classic. Um, that
0: is a classic, slightly crap film.
1: Well, there's um,
0: Universal this, Soldier two. The, they, they, they Oh, God, I'm <laughs> out my depth with that one. I'm going to have a real think about that. Rambo 2. These are sequels. Rambo 2, um, I can't think of any more. Listeners, help us out. Chuck us some um, Jaws 2. I quite like Jaws 2. I might watch that Has again Has that got in pra- um,
1: Roy in it as well?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Non, um, well, Richard Dreyfuss refused, and... Um, sadly I think um, Quint were deared Quint had died but I'll I'll talk about that maybe next time All right. well shall we leave it there then yeah please stay in touch and please stay listening please tell people about us and and thanks for listening Caroline with your blue tick Um, (laughs) just uh, stay in touch and Arrow video Uh, the Land Unknown by the way is on 101 video if you're interested in that Land Unknown which I talked about earlier that's in That's on 101 Films. It's it's a good one.
1: And uh, I think quite a few of the ones we mentioned when we were talking about feedback from others are available on either Netflix or or Amazon Prime Video. So do seek them out if they've they've piqued your interest at all. And uh, we'll, we'll speak to you again next time. Okay, see you soon. Bye, everyone. The Slightly Crap Film Podcast was brought to you by Hal Roberts and me, Ed Southall, in partnership with our wonderful sponsors, Freaky Frank's Fungal Foot Powder and Simon's Fish Bazaar, where every fish is an awkward surprise. Find us on Facebook at Crap Film Podcast. And then do it all over again on Twitter, at Crap Film Podcast, because you can never get enough of a crap thing.